It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and myself, Angie Taylor. Hello, Simon. Bonjour, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir, comment ça va? How oh, are you? Listen to the Frenchie over here. Yes, in case you're wondering and you've never heard, Simon Marcel is our French romantic. And you are a beautiful American, but very real, Angie Taylor. Oh, well, thank you very much. Keeping, keeping me real if I go too romantic on you. Well, I like the romance, and we are all about love, dating, romance, and relationships on this show. Yes. And we want to open up the phone lines at 855-905-8255 if you need advice. That's what we're here for. We're also here to help enhance your love life. Yes. And one of the ways we're going to do that is by giving you something very special for Valentine's Day. Very special. Take a listen. Uh, we're going to do the Rendezvous Valentine's Day Backstreet Boys giveaway. Grand prize winner... At SimonAndAngie.com, where you enter, we'll get two tickets to the Backstreet Boys Larger Than Life Las Vegas show on Valentine's Day at the Axis Theater, Planet Hollywood, two-night stay, the newly renovated rooms at Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino, dinner atop the Eiffel Tower Restaurant and Paris Hotel and Casino. Uh. I feel like they did that because of you, Simon. (laughs) And then uh, round-trip airfare for two. SimonAndAngie.com. Go register, and we can't wait to give that trip away. Yes. You know, Tuesdays, Usually is a hot seat with my husband, Jason, and Every me. Tuesday. Every Tuesday. It's usually when I get both of you on uh, the hot seat and I can ask any questions. Well, you said you found something on Twitter. I want to know what you found when we come back. Yeah, hey, I have a tweet from Jason. From Jason. That I want to understand okay. better. My husband loves to tweet all my dirty laundry. Well, you, you, you do too. You, <laughs> oh, what do you oh, mean? wait a minute. I only say loving, amazing things about him. <laughs> all right, that's true. All right, let's talk about... Husband, wife, (laughs) relationship dynamics next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thank you for listening tonight. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Also, simonandangie.com. You can send us an email anytime. Simon and Angie on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Speaking of Twitter. Yes. Simon, listen, every Tuesday night we have my husband, Jason. We do. With us. Um, This is where we get grilled. It's like the not so newlywed (laughs) game. And the reason I brought up Twitter is because you said you found a tweet that you want to discuss. Yes, exactly. I found a tweet from Jason. Jason is here with us, right? Hi, Jason. Hey, how you guys doing? Good to have you back, Jason. Uh, Here's what Jason tweeted. One of my favorite quirky things about my wife she feels safe enough not to lock the door when she leaves the house, but if we are stopped on a bridge over water, she rolls down window in case bridges collapse and we need to open door underwater. Is that weird? <laughs> is that what is that true first of all? It's absolutely true. So, you, Angie, you have some explanation to do there. Well, listen, I feel like, I don't know what happened in a past life. I think I maybe died in a bridge accident. But ever since I was a little girl, I'm not even lying, ever since I was a little girl, if we were on a bridge in the car, I would get down low in the car because I was so scared. I didn't even want to see the bridge. I didn't okay. want to see water. To this day, every time we're on a bridge, I don't care if it's minus 20 degrees outside, I'm rolling the window down and unlocking the door just in, just case. in case because I want to be able to swim out because every time people drown underwater in a car, it's because they can't open the windows. But you leave the house open? Well, I leave the house open. That I can't believe. Because, it, listen, the door that I leave open is like the third level of defense. We probably shouldn't tell everybody on the radio that I leave the door open, but that's okay. Uh, I don't do it anymore. Okay. I figured out my lock. We were a little loosey-goosey about that. Or I should say I was. But that that's my quirk. Does that drive you nuts that I have to like do that on bridges, <laughs> Jason? No, I just think it's funny. Like, it, it cracks me up. Like, what, what makes you feel unsafe? Like, 
a much bigger chance uh, by far that we would get robbed than we would be on a bridge that collapsed and our car fell in water. I can survive um, a robbery, but, okay? But, I can't survive our car going underwater with the windows but, up. So so that leads me to a follow-up question for or Angie then. Yes. What is Jason weird, what is, funny, or his queer, quir- yeah, quir- his quirks? quirks? Yes. No, I'm saying quirks, quarks, quirks. quirks. That's my influence. Um, he He's quirky, yeah. like I'm quirky. Right. I'm trying to think of like the quirks I like. Um, I, like, <laughs> I like your quirkiness. It's one of the things I like. No, about you don't. So, yes, I do. You, I don't, you like, like them me... sometimes. <laughs> Wait a minute, guys. Let's you know what quirk real. of Jason's that I I do actually like? I like the quirk that he's super anal with organization because if it were up to me, um, sometimes it looks like a bomb went off in our bedroom, but Jason is very organized. He's a Virgo. He's very OCD in that way. And so it it sort of helps in that way. All right, so that that's a good one. Is there one you don't like? Okay, I can never tell Jason to calm down. Why? Why, babe? Why, Jason? <laughs> I, I honestly don't know. Oh, really? Oh, wait. Well then, why if I, then? If I were, if Jason were upset about something, and I'm trying to diffuse a situation, I would say, baby, calm down. He'd be like, oh, yeah, do you yeah, tell yeah, me yeah, calm sure. down? Blah, 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 right. blah. I think it's the worst thing you can tell somebody that it's upset. Yeah, it <laughs> probably is. It probably is. I, I've learned yeah. my lesson. I learned it one time because I got devil eyeball daggers one time. We were waiting for a cab and he was late for a business meeting. I'm like, babe, calm down. He's like, Oof. and it was like, it was <laughs> what? Like, what was that? What it was like, <laughs> like, like machine gun out of his eyeballs, like shooting me. It was not fun. He doesn't have a lot of bad quirks. Honestly, his quirks are cute. I don't mind them. Does he change during the night outfits? Like, you know, he gets too hot, too cold. No, he, no. that is your quirk, yeah, I'm my just love. Projecting, but that I was is wondering. yours. I want to talk about Simon's quirks. I think you have a few more. Uh, Babe, I, thank you so much for being on our show. Thank this you, evening. Jason. Yeah, thank you guys. We'll talk and soon. Yeah, thanks we'll for talk being next on Tuesday. tonight and every Tuesday. And I'm, I'm still going to leave that window open on the bridge. I'm sorry, it's cold. <laughs> Goodbye. Take care. Bye bye. All right, more of the rendezvous next with Simon and Angie. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about the quirky thing um, that your significant other does that maybe you love. Like, they're kind of quirky and cute. Like, my husband thinks I'm such a dork that I'm paranoid about drowning in a bridge accident if our car happens to fall in the water, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is so irrational. But I have this thing. Simon, yes, you are a very quirky individual. You like what you like. You ha- you're set in your ways. I'm set in my ways. I'm going to let the listeners know yes. a couple of things about you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we put these a lot on our social media, Simon and Angie, especially on Instagram. We'll do videos of Simon's quirks sometimes. <laughs> One of them is that you're deathly afraid of being shocked. That's so true. It's just, I can't take it. I think about it as a minute as I put my foot Like a static on. shock, That's, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. But it scares you as if a bomb just went off in front of you when you get it's a like, static it's, it's shock. Like, yeah, it's like I'm uh, being tortured by an electric shock. <laughs> And I, I refuse to be I'm tortured. Being tortured. I refuse to be tortured in the workplace. <laughs> I do so. And, I, and like at work, it's extra bad because in the winter everything is very dry, oh. and we work in a radio station where they, there's no humidity None. because it's all electrical equipment. Everything has to be cold and dry. So if you touch yes. anything here, pshk. okay. Your other quirk is about your clothing. 
You're very temperature sensitive. Yes. So you constantly are putting on a sweater, taking off a sweater, putting on a t-shirt. Oh, now I'm cold. Now I'm hot. You change probably three times during our show. And I also change two times during a night. This is a two-hour show. So yeah, You change three times. I change sometimes, yeah. But we have I, to pause for a costume change often. Well, it's like being at the Joffrey Ballet. Depends if it's summer or winter, by the way. Not really. Well, because I have my cotton clothes and my wool clothes. See? Uh, you wear wool? Yeah. I'm shocked. It's, it's called cashmere. Oh, okay, fancy. Well, I want to open up the phones. Enough of Simon's quirks, because really, I wrote down 10. I don't have time for them all. Um, I want to hear your relationship yes. quirks. 855-905-8255. That's next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie taking your calls at 855-905-8255. Simon, you were talking about my husband, Jason, who had a, a tweet about something very quirky about me that he said he loved, but I don't think he does. Yeah, he said he loved that you open the window when you're on top of a bridge because you're afraid that if the bridge cracks, you'll go down, but you leave all the doors of your house open. Well, I'm, uh, I'm weird like that. Apparently. Because I'm weird. And we talked about everybody's quirks. Now I want to know, what's yours and your relationship? What does the person do that you're with? It's very quirky. Um, let's go to the phones right now. Listening in Geneva, New York on 99.5 The Ripper, here's Tyler. Hi, Tyler. Bonjour. Hey, what's up, guys? What's I, up? I had I had an ex who, whenever we were driving, uh, if she was driving and she hit the brakes, she would reach over and like put an arm on me to like stop me from. Oh, she going stopped forward. short. <laughs> she would stop you short. So okay, yeah, Simon. Yeah. Like she feels like she's gonna shield him from flying through the window. Oh, and she puts an arm up. You know, like oh yeah, I, I'm like... saving your life from this stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she would give me like the mommy arm, but she would like swing her arm really quickly, and, like smack me, and like, like she'd whack, like right, right in the uh, in the chest. But she could barely reach me; like she just had like fingertips and like part of her like so palm cute. on me. She was very dramatic. She thought she was saving your life from in, yeah. an impending stop sign. How would you feel about that, Angie? If stop Jason short? did that to you, I would like it. No, I'm serious. But did you find it like annoying, or it was just kind of cute, quirky? Like she's trying to be protective. Uh, I, I think for the most part, I found it cute, quirky. Yeah, cute for a while, but I can put myself in his shoes. It would become annoying after a while. Yeah, like stop being a mom. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm good. I'm well, seatbelt on. Thanks so much, Tyler. That's a great one. More with Simon Thank and you. Angie. Yes. Yes. Next. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, and relationships. We just had a call. We were talking about quirky things in your relationship You know that the other person does that is quirky. You find it kind of charming. It's cute. Mm -hmm. Tyler was saying that his girlfriend would always put her arm up when she would make a stop in the car and like try to shield him. You know, the stop short. Yeah. And that kind of led into a mommy thing. Like, uh, Simon, I don't think anything infuriates me more than when my husband says, stop mommying me. Because I feel like I'm coming from a good place. The stop short is kind of a mommy thing. Like, we got to protect you from yep. flying through the windshield, even though totally. your arm's not going to do anything. Simon, have you been in a relationship with a woman where you felt like she was mommying you? I, well, yeah, actually. What did she do? years ago, and she was lovely and wonderful, but every time she would come over to my house, she would play house and start by re rearranging my fridge. Right? So she why? Said, who knows why? So she would say, wait a minute, this is too old. This is good. Well, you should put the juices there. Yeah. And then she would look for my biscuits and say, okay, those biscuits should not be there. It's too salty. Your biscuits? Uh, biscuits, like little things I, I like to eat with cheese. Okay. A little piece of uh -huh. 
biscuits. So I, so she would say, "There's too much salt in this." I mm-hmm. said, "I said, well, listen, you know, I've survived without you. Don't You're don't like I'm a grown man. Yeah, I don't need anyone to play house at my house. Mm. It's very nice once in a while, but I feel it's like you're taking over like a role that when I left my mom years ago in mm-hmm, Paris, mm-hmm. I'm not looking for mom number two. I'm looking for a girlfriend. I, I you know, Jason will say that to me sometimes as well. He'll, so give he'll, us an example. Okay, a ex- great example is the other day he left the house with this very thin jacket. And I'm like, babe, it's really cold out. Why don't you put on a better jacket? And he's like, oh, my God, Mom, I'm, I'm going to be fine. And I'm like, but it's cold. You know, I'm, tr- I'm okay. trying to help. Okay, I get and that. And he feels like I'm mommying him. When I do that, I have to say, women by nature... It's in our DNA, biological. We are caretakers. We are nurturers. We want to care for everyone. That's just the way it is. It It's not meant as a slight on your masculinity that you don't know better or that you don't know what you're doing or that you're a child. We are just trying to make sure that you're as happy and healthy, yeah. you know, protective. and everything. Yeah, we're very protective but, in that way. We're mama bears but with everyone. Do you think, back to Jason saying, you know, you t- put a, a warmer sweater, do you think you do that too often? So Because the fact he Probably. said that. Okay. Then it becomes a nagging thing. And I think this is where women get in trouble, where if we keep saying, well, no, you need a jacket because now it's this and it's going to be that. It's like, okay, now you're nagging. So I think one time saying, hey, babe, it's really cold out. Are you sure you want that jacket? If you say, no, I'm cool, let it go. Because what you said struck me, I'm a grown man. I've gotten by in life this long without your influence. Exactly. I've got it. But it comes from a good place from you, so I like that. It comes from your heart. It's a protective uh, reaction, right? You see it snowing outside in Chicago. You should wear something thicker. If you do it over and over, it's it it, it gets annoying because we've been you know alive for years. Yeah, I, I've always been very afraid of getting the nag tag I, because you know you you see sitcoms and all these things when you're growing up oh well naggy wife nag 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 i never want to be that person mm. I, I always want to sound nurturing and loving and caring but loving and caring is the opposition of critique and criticizing nagging is expression of criticizing okay okay like you criticize it's somebody's constant. It's constant. way of, of addressing or yeah yeah it, it's the repetition of that constant critique. nagging is repetition yeah and, yeah. and that has to stop. Right. Okay, I agree, I agree with nerves. that. And same for men who are maybe nagging their wife or their girlfriend or their partner. Yeah. Same thing, actually. Learn to let go and let people live. Exactly. All right, thank you. More of The Rendezvous next with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. All your love, dating, romance, advice right here. Also, on all of our um, social Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, yep. Simon and Angie. We got a Twitter DM, mm-hmm. a direct message. And this is a good way for you to be anonymous. If you have a question and you don't want anybody to know, I won't use your handle if you don't want me to. This person said, please don't use my handle. Mm-hmm. But they have a question. Here you go, Simon. Okay. Do you think it's possible to go back to being just friends after being friends with benefits? I have a friends with benefits relationship thing going on. And I don't want the benefits anymore. I would like to keep this person as a friend. How do I do that? Is it possible? What do you think? I think it's totally possible if the friendship were real before you started to have the benefits. I've been in that situation, and I always say, with time, so, you know, a woman would have said to me, Simon, I don't want the ulala anymore. So you give a bit of time, I'm talking about six months to a year, and then you go for lunch or coffee. 
And if the friendship were real before you had the ulala, you'll end up by being good friends for the rest of your life. But you need the time in between, Angie. You need the time for the one who still wants to ulala to heal and give up on that, and then you date somebody else, and it's all good. And, and if, if you, you genuinely want this person as a friend, then you have to allow them the time it takes to get over this friends with benefit relationship, and then keep checking in, like, hey. I, you want to have coffee? You want to do this? That's it. But allow the time so that everybody can heal and those desire can die down. Okay. That's And I'm friends with most of my ex, 90% of them. Right. Oh, there you since go. Since I'm 13 years old. Okay. Well, I don't know how anybody could not be friends with you. Well, I don't know, but thank you. I'm sure the benefits are amazing, but you know. <laughs> well, All right. Maybe not. They're just friends with me now. They're like, oh, I'm totally cool with that. Let's just be friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back, 855-905-8255. We are here for love, dating, romance advice. So let's go to the phone, Simon. I want to pick up the line in Tiffin, Ohio, listening on 101.5 The River. Here's Hannah. Hi, Hannah. Bonjour. Hi, guys. So um, I've been dating my boyfriend for about a year, and we just moved in together We leased a house together. It's been going really well. My boyfriend's grandparents needed some help and couldn't take care of the home that they lived in. So we've Mm -hmm. moved them in with us. Okay. And that's Mm -hmm. been going really well. But I just found out that my boyfriend got a job offer that's going to take him out of state. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, How long have the grandparents been living there? About a month. Okay, and so why would you not go with him out of state? I mean, this is a permanent position out of state? I don't want to go out of state. You know, we just leased the house, and I have some career opportunities here for me. I'm Mm -hmm. invested in the community. I don't want to go out of state. But the job is something that he really, I mean, it's hard to turn down because it's such a good offer. Well, I think the bigger issue here right now is where the relationship is going to go. Because if you're not willing to leave and he's going to be out of state, what what is going to be the status of your relationship? Have you discussed that? Mm-hmm. I mean, he feels that the, the job out of state is for us. You know, it's for being able to save money. And he's thinking that he would only be staying at that job for, you know, a year or two. Okay, so what is happening? This is a lot going on. All right, that's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We are on the line still with our caller, Hannah. Hi, Hannah. Hi. Hi, guys. Um, Hannah's listening in from Ohio on 101.5 The River says, I've been in this house, leased a house with my boyfriend of a year. Um, We got a bigger house to to take in his grandparents who needed some help. All of a sudden now, boyfriend is like, hey, I'm taking a job out of state. And you are at home now with the grandparents. You're not willing to leave at this point. So... What is your question? Tell Simon and I what you need help with. Yes. How do I support him while also being able to articulate, you know, what I I need from him? Well, what do you need from him? I feel like I need to know that this job won't last longer than two years and that, you know, maybe we hire some, like, extra help. Do you have the Do you have the means to hire extra help to care for the grandparents? I mean, I feel like with this extra job, we should be able to. There's it seems Simon is, like there's a lot going on here more than so, just the house 
and the grandparents. Let's. Uh, I want to ask you something, Hannah. So I want to be practical. Number one, the lease of the house. Did you both sign it? It's in my name. Okay. So then he is not obligated legally really to anything, right? No. Okay. He never has to come back. Yeah. Like he could just leave grandparents and say bye. Can you on your own pay the rent? I don't well, I don't want to. No, no. <laughs> but you I, could, can you? Can though, you? If you have to. If you have to you can. I could. Okay, so here's what I would say. I think Hannah that if you stay with his grandparents at the house for a year or two, he comes back and forth. There's two things can happen. One, either you guys are going to break up pretty quickly, and that's the end of it. Or it will reinforce your relationship because he will really come back to see you and spend time with you, and that may happen. And then you might be together forever. So I, I don't think you are obligated to leave. I don't think he's obligated to stay. I think at this stage, you have to be completely transparent. What are the cards? Who's responsible for what? Who's going to pay for what? And that's what I'm saying. And go from there. That's my big question is, it's his grandparents in your house, basically, your lease, your house. You're responsible for that house. His grandparents are there. How has he not made some sort of plan? How does he just leave his grandparents there and say, bye, I'm going to take this job? He was having a hard time finding work here. And okay, but but how, okay, and I understand that, but it seems like he's sort of like leaving a situation that he really needs to like make sure his grandparents are taken care of, and then you know your relationship, you guys figure it out. Yeah. In your intuition, in your heart, uh, do you think this man loves you truly? I know. Yes. Yeah, I have no doubt about that. And you love him truly too. Yes. Well, then, then I would say, you know, Angie, maybe that Anna takes the risk of uh, he still has to pay, of course, half of the rent they're paying where uh, they live right now. Mm-hmm. And if he has a fabulous job that can make a lot of money that apparently they can even pay for an extra help, then I would, you know, they're young, they can take the risk. Uh, the, the lease you have is what? Your one-year lease? Two-year lease? A year the... and a half, yeah. Okay. The, the, the lease is one thing. I just want to know what happens if while he's gone, they break up. And now she's here with grandparents. Now she has to take care of grandparents, too. You have to sit down, yes. I think, together mm-hmm. and really make a plan and talk about some of the ugly things that could happen. Like, what happens if you decide you don't want to come back? What happens if you decide the distance is too much? Yeah. And here I am with your grandparents. Like, it, it, he's leaving you with a lot of responsibility that he's not there to help you with. Yes, Hannah. Conversation and keep the hope. You, you guys know? need a plan for sure, okay? Thank you. You're welcome. Good luck to you. Fingers crossed for you and him. And the all grandparents. The fingers. fingers and toes. Oh, fingers, fingers and toes, toes crossed, Hannah. Absolutely. All right. It's all right. Good luck. Okay. More of The Rendezvous next with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, and relationships. Simon Marcel, sometimes in relationships, mm-hmm. especially when you live together, mm-hmm. um, you start to borrow from each other's habits uh, things in your house, you borrow each other's, you know, lingo, you borrow each other's friends, you bar- you know, you do a lot of things, you, True. you mesh your lives together. Uh, this all comes from an article I just saw about Aisha Curry and Steph Curry, the from, basketball from the player. Golden State uh-huh, Warriors. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I know you're a big basketball fan. I, I, that I am. Okay, so Aisha Curry is saying that her husband, Steph, steals beauty products from her. 
steel. Yeah. Steel. So here's what Aisha says. Aisha and Steph met as teenagers in church when they were young. Uh, they've been married for seven years. So it's not a surprise to hear that they grow so close that they borrow things from each other. Mm-hmm. Here's what grossed me out. That sometimes, this is what Aisha said. Full disclosure, he has stolen my toothbrush a couple of times, which is hilarious. But we've been married for so long, it's like, who cares? Okay. I feel like we all borrow when we're in the bathroom, like, oh, I'm out of this or that. I've borrowed my husband's deodorant a couple of times. Okay. And I smell like some sort of pine musk at work instead of a, a petite <laughs> is that flower. It is? It's something manly, musky, and I smell like a dude. Um, <laughs> that's one thing. The toothbrush grosses me out. Would you be grossed out if you found out that the girl you were dating was using your toothbrush? A little bit. Have you used a girl's toothbrush? Maybe emergency, so. yeah. like emergency, I'm AMG, emergency. I don't really remember. That's not my thing. I have always my backpack, extra toothbrush at all times. I just feel like it's like particles in your mouth. Yeah, it's not the end of the world. You'd rather not. Okay, I want to hear if you steal cosmetics, if you steal beauty products in or the bathroom. What, or what was stolen from me? Oh, from I have you? A story oh, about girls that. steal from you? Something okay, over great. and over. That's next on the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we were talking about this article that just popped up from Aisha Curry. Yes. Uh, basketball Steph Curry's wife uh-huh. says, hey, something that my husband does that's kind of funny, he steals my toothbrush on occasion. And we're talking about how you maybe borrow, steal um, in, in the medicine cabinet, in the bathroom. What beauty products or grooming products do you steal from your significant other, Simon you said that girls have stole from you. What? Well, and it's a shout out, so it doesn't happen ever again. So I shave my face in the shower. You shave in the shower? I have a mirror. And I Perfect. Sh- okay. So you don't have hairs in the sink. I love but it. But how many times have I said to lovely women I've dated in my life, do not use the same razor okay. for something else? Okay, and how do you know if she's using it? Because the gilet I use, the four blades, on the top of the four blades, there's a little blue protection. I don't know. You do it's what the I mean? moisturizing yes. strip. And I follow that like an eagle to know where I'm at. I know if it's white because it's almost finished wow. or, you know. Wow. And I just wow. like to say that <laughs> it is not pleasant to think that what I use on my face okay. may have been used somewhere else. That's what yes. I'm talking about. Yes, and the delicate parts. It, voila. Okay. And so that I've had enough. So you don't so use a man's please, razor. I think just like I wouldn't do that to you. Yeah. I know because it's the shower people. I get it. I've heard that from my husband too. Don't borrow my razor. You're you very, do that too, Angie. Well, because you, you use it on your face. Okay, well, of your, your facial skin is much more delicate and sensitive than some other parts. Right. And now you're, you know, like exactly, things can happen. Exactly. And it's just disturbing me okay, so that happens. Don't use your man's razor. All right. More of The <laughs> Rendezvous Index with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simonandangie.com if you want to hear the podcast. And Simon and Angie on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We talk love, dating, romance. One of the topics came from Steph Curry and his wife, Aisha. Aisha saying, hey man, Steph sometimes uses my toothbrush. That grosses me out. And we were talking about things that you sometimes borrow, beauty products or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Simon, you said that girls have used your razor or grosses you out. I get it. Big time. But that turned into things that people have borrowed or girls or, you know, lovers, uh, partners, whatever it is, and you never get back. And this is the list of things that are missing. You have a very long list. 
Listen. What is missing from your closet, from your life? So I just. A, a few, what just, have you never gotten back? A few leather jacket, by the way. You know, the, and I and I'm gonna ask you for an advice. Okay, let's say it's cold, mm-hmm. and you date somebody, and the person loves your leather jacket because I collect those leather jacket for motorcycle, and says. Uh, Simon, it's really cold. So do you cold. Mi- yeah, do you mind? Go- yeah, do you mind if I take this other jacket? Mm-hmm. So you, at first you say, "Oh, sure, honey, just take the la- jacket." For some reason, the leather never comes back. Does how does it, How do you not get it back at so the I, end of the said, night? So she said, "Oh, I left it in my car," and then you don't want to say bring it back because you feel like a schmuck. Say bring it back. I know, but now so okay, num- number one, but I should. Yes. Let's talk about also my, my sweaters. All right. That, oh, uh, that listen. I, if you tell me, yeah, a uh, baby. I know it's cold outside. Take a sweater from my closet. I'm going to go through and find the good one. Well, the one that looks cute on me. Yeah. And you're lucky if you get it back. Usually. And then there's two watches missing, by the way. Two watches? Since, yeah, two. Wait, you're getting robbed. That's in different. The last, in the last, in the Who's, last. Why do they need a watch? They had, borrowed a no, watch? No, 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 no. It was like, I remember this girl. I'm not going to say her name, but I was like 28. And I had this watch on my bed table. And she said, we're going to go out tonight. Do you, I love this watch. Can I wear it? It's so you. And me, soccer goes. Yeah, okay. I've done that before. I've worn a guy's watch because it's like big and bulky yeah. and it looks sexy. Like, right but on. I give it back at the end of the night. Well, two times in my life, so it's not a lot, but two mm. times I'm still looking for those watches. Why didn't you ask for them back? I did, but then she said, "I'm bringing it back. I can't find it. It's in the bag. I left it at mm. home. It's in my car." And then I get mad, and I get. And then you need to go on the people's court. This is small claims. You could be like, <laughs> "Where is my fossil watch that I let her wear last night to go out?" Has any man taken something from you? <sighs> my soul. Okay, well, that, okay, so, um, okay. Oh, tangible things. Tangible things. Um, yeah, I had a guy borrow my computer one time, uh, my laptop, because he was working on a project for school. It was, uh, he needed a certain thing that he couldn't get on his computer that could only be on my computer, and he borrowed my computer. I never got it back. Oh, I see. Never, ever. And I, honestly, he did me a favor. Because I was ready to be done with him. Okay. I didn't want to deal with the... Because I knew if I was going to like try and track down my computer, it would take months and I would have to have it in my life. So I cut my losses with that. It cost me a computer to get him out of my life is the way I saw it. But that, then that's not, a, that's not an expensive it's okay. price. It's, a, it's a good Nothing deal. that I've really loved. No. Do you take Jason's clothes for any reason? I do all the time. All the time. But you bring it back. I come back home. Yeah, of course. Like, he wait. knows where they are. He'll sometimes be like, why is this in the dirty clothes? I'm like, I wore it today. Thank you very much. That's often? Um, not super often, but okay. hey, when you live together. Well, when you live together. It's, what's it's, mine is yours, except the toothbrush and the eraser. Yeah, exa- off limit. Off limits. Okay, we have I a I agree with you on that. Yeah. I agree. No. Don't do that. That's gross. It's a little too personal. Yeah. All right, more of The Rendezvous next with Simon and Angie. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Love dating romance at simonandangie.com. Yes. Speaking of the romance, we're going to hook you up for Valentine's Day. In? Las Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. The Rendezvous Valentine's Day Backstreet Boys giveaway. That is at simonandangie.com where you enter to win. The grand prize winner, Mm -hmm. two tickets to the Backstreet Boys show, Larger Than Life, Las Vegas. It's on Valentine's Day. Yep. We made your plans already. (laughs) At the Axis Theater, Planet Hollywood, two-night stay at the newly renovated Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. Dinner atop the Eiffel Tower restaurant. Uh, at Paris Hotel and Casino. It's like being in Paris almost. This is that was Simon's gift to you. He wanted to make sure yeah. you're at the 
top of the Eiffel Tower. I did, really. And round trip airfare for two. SimonandAngie.com. That's where you enter. We can't wait to give you that trip. Um, also, on SimonandAngie.com, you can hear our podcast. If you missed anything from today's show, mm-hmm. our topics were great. What weird quirks does your partner have? The not-so-newlywed game with my husband, Jason. It came off a, a Twitter post that you saw, <laughs> yeah, uh, Simon, that my husband posted. Also, stealing beauty products from your partner. Um, that was Aisha and Steph Curry. Aisha talking about how Steph steals her toothbrush. Gross. Gross. That Gross. We, yeah. Also, being mommied in a relationship. That was interesting. And that's where your Simon Says came in. Thanks, Angie. I said in relationships, constant critiking is destructive. Make your point once, make your point maybe twice, don't make it forever, ever, pick, and pick, ever, pick, and pick, ever. Pick. Yes. Because that's not going to go well. No, then you start to feel like a child, and it becomes a child mom or child dad situation. Nobody wants to Very feel that unhealthy. way. unhealthy. Thank you so much, Simon Marcel. Thank you, Angie. Thank you to our fabulous listeners from listening all over the country. Yes. And on the iHeartRadio app, search Simon and Angie every time. Thank you for being with us tonight mm-hmm. on The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. No purchase necessary. Void in Alaska, Hawaii, and where prohibited. Open to legal U.S. and D.C. residents 21 and over. Sweepstakes ends at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time, February 4th, 2018. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.